How's it going, guys? Welcome back to the Fusho. I'm your host, Coach Ali Fusho. In today's episode, we are going to be talking about how to work out with a busy schedule. So, in my past, how many years of being a personal trainer and in the experiences of my fellow personal trainers or other strength coaches, whether you are a freelance um, trainer or you are part of a commercial gym, a common objection that we get whenever we're talking to potential clients or even current clients is that they are struggling to work out or they're struggling to find the time uh, to commit to their workouts because they have a busy schedule. Now, if I were to talk about this topic, uh, let's say five or so years ago, I had that mindset that, oh, if you can't you know, go to the gym, then you just don't want it that bad enough. Then you're just lame. Then you have poor time management. But that was me when I was a younger coach. Um, right now, I guess I can regrettably or unfortunately say I am part of the adult world. I realized that there are definitely times in our lives wherein sometimes you really are just too busy to do anything else outside of your main responsibility of your own work or your family. Sometimes, uh, there, as I mentioned, there are phases, there are durations in our life, periods in our life where... We just can't handle everything or we can't do everything. And um, as we grow older and as I, I know a lot of people might say, oh, you're not even that old. So to those of you who don't know, I am 27 years old. So that's not old at all. So um, but so people maybe in their 30s, uh, their 40s, 50s and beyond, they might be thinking, what the hell does this 27 year old know about, you know, being too old or being too busy? Well, I, I'm I'm not saying that I'm like the craziest uh, like well, I'm not, I don't have the craziest schedule, but I have learned in my past recent years of being a real adult is that times are tough sometimes. So sometimes you really have to dedicate it to the main stuff. So that's going to be your work. That's going to be uh, your family, your, um, I guess, work and family slash friends. Um, of course, if there are some friends that you do treat as family anyway. But of course, after all of that, we still have to admit that you still have to try to dedicate some time to your workout. So whether you are a somebody who's into general fitness or if you're um, an aspiring um, athlete. So you do have to dedicate time to the gym because if you don't, then you're not going to go anywhere. So, But that's exactly why I wanted to make this episode so that people can have somewhat of a structure or a framework or a better understanding that I want you after listening to this episode, however long it will be, I want you guys to absorb that, oh, okay, with my current situation, I can do this, I can do that, and that you can find reassurance in that whatever you will be able to do, that's going to be good enough. Because a recurring theme that I wanted to mention in this episode is that doing something is better than doing nothing at all. That's something that I've been preaching for the longest time already because, I mean, the, the, the term or the phrase that I like is that crawling is still going to get you further ahead in life rather than just sitting down doing nothing at all, right? So crawling is still faster than just sitting down. That's why I want to make this a video, this episode, so that people can have a better understanding, a better framework, on how they can actually work out even though they have a busy schedule, all right? 
Let's uh, go. I have a couple of topics or a couple of uh, headers. I don't know what you call it. Parts. Let's just call it parts to simplify it. Part one is that I first want you guys to ask, what can you change in your schedule right now? Part two is then I want you to understand the situation that you are in. Number three is that you will have to ask yourself, what are your goals? What are my goals? Does it have a timetable? Do What's the... Yeah, exactly. That's primarily it. What are your goals? And is there a timetable attached to those goals? Um, number four, I do want to give real-life examples of my own clients that have busy schedules and how they were able to make it work. And the last one, we just, you know, final takeaways uh, for uh, the entire episode so that we can have a quick recap on what you can actually absorb or take away from this episode. All right, let's go back to part one. What can you change in your schedule right now? Because again, everyone has different lives. Everyone has different schedules. Everyone has different priorities. So some people can work out three times a week. Some people can work out twice or some people can work out once a week. So right now, ask yourself, are you the type you who will say that, oh, I don't have uh, any time or I don't, and my weekly schedule, I really can't squeeze any workout in. So ask yourself this, how many days can you actually commit to the workout? And how long can that workout be? Because a lot of people say, oh, um, on weekdays, I only have 30 minutes. On weekends, I only have 45. So that's actually... A long time already if you were to really ask me okay okay let's uh, let's rework it let's first ask let's first have you ask yourself how long can you work out do you only have in your entire week okay I'm not even asking you for how many days yet let's just push that question back yet how long can you allot to work out whether that be on a weekday or, or on a weekend if you have and if you say that you have 30 minutes I'm gonna stop you right there and say that a lot can happen in 30 minutes or you can you can accomplish a lot of quality work within 30 minutes and of course there are some nuances depending on your goals etc uh, on what can actually be accomplished for 30 minutes but nonetheless no matter what goal you have 30 minutes is a blessing and like it's an it's a blessing of a time a lot of full body work a lot of cardiovascular work resistance work can be done there so if you answer that question like if you have at least once a week okay if you're gonna look at your weekly schedule seven days in a week if at least one day uh you have 30 minutes to spare you can work out all right once a week is still way better it's a thousand times better than working out zero times a week we will talk about it later in the, the episode on the specifics depending on your goals. But if you have 30 minutes to spare within your entire week, that's already golden. But all right, going back to the first topic, what can you change in your schedule right now? Because a lot of people, they immediately, they immediately object and say, oh, I can't work out. I don't have enough time. But if you were to look at it in the broad or the bigger picture of what you are actually able to do within your 24 hours a day. Assuming that you get um, your 8 hours of sleep, but I'm pretty sure that you don't. I don't, unfortunately. I promote that to every one of my clients. But um, realistically, it's hard to get the 8 hours of sleep. And I know that 
especially if you live here in the Manila or in the Philippines, anywhere, traffic is such a big thing. So it takes up a lot of time for your commute and you have to work, commute back home, etc. So again, ask yourself, what can you change in your schedule? Obviously, you cannot change your work. I mean, if you're most people don't are not in the position to drastically change their work position. So instead, what do you actually do after your work? If you have a lot of family time or me time, I completely understand that because you do need to unwind. After a long days of, uh, a long day of work, you want to unwind. You want to be with your family. You want to just have a relaxing dinner so that you can mentally prepare yourself for the next day. I completely uh, understand that emotion because that's how I felt before. Even though if I work in the gym um, and I have, you know, I spend some time there, sometimes I just want to get out and not work out at all. So I completely understand where you are coming from. But again, if we're going to really try to analyze it, if you can find 30, even 20 minutes to just get a sweat going, I really believe that that's going to help you tremendously. Um, I really, really do believe that. So if there's something that you can shave off, example, you're, unfortunately, you might want to shave off your me time. If your uh, definition of a me time is watching Netflix, watching YouTube, um, scrolling endlessly on Instagram, <coughs> excuse me, I highly, highly recommend that you shave off 30 minutes of that uh, within the entire week to find time to work out. Like, and be honest with yourself. A lot of people just want to immediately object and shove off or, or shove the idea of working out. But you can really look at it and say, okay, I do have the time if I just set myself to prioritize it. But I have met people in the past uh, wherein their schedules are really, really crazy that I would have a one-on-one -on -one sit down conversation with them. And they really can't afford any time to work out. Um, because they need all the unwinding time. So again, these were doctors. A specific example, I was coaching a doctor, two doctors uh, pre-pandemic. Once the pandemic hit, obviously their times were a lot more here and there. The stress level was really high. The anxiety was really high because nobody knew back in like mid-2020 and how COVID was going to keep on spreading. So stress level were high. We talked about it. Yeah, you know what? Maybe you shouldn't work out at all. I mean, of course, she was doing really like this female, the male doctor I was coaching. They were doing really well. But of course, if you're going to look at it, do they really need to work out right now if they're going to be doing their best to save lives? Probably not. Just save, as in, just whatever free time they had, just use it for rest instead of stressing their body more uh, with the different workouts. So again, case to case, but generally speaking, I know for a fact that majority of people, if they shave off a lot of their not productive or really um, fulfilling me time, they can dedicate more time to the workout, which is going to be their me time towards the end. Because I'm sure a lot of people can agree with me as I mentioned this, is that it's the first step is really the hardest. Just to really dedicate time like, okay, I will work out at this exact time or this exact day. It's hard for people to commit to it. But once you get the habit going, you're going to realize, whoa, this is actually, this is really fun. I, I, I love the progress that I'm making. I love the, um, the development that I'm seeing in both my physique and my performance and my daily moods. Uh, that's something that will really reel more people in to work out more. But of course, that's not the main topic. Um, I do want you to ask, again, the first part, what can you change in your schedule right now? 
because if you feel like you only have one day a week maybe if you were to move some things here and there in your schedule you can do twice a week maybe you can do three times a week and then how long can you work out each time if you have 50 okay 15 minutes is kind of pushing it i'll really be real but 30 minutes is something that uh as i mentioned again and again and i'll say it again and again once again that you can do a lot in 30 minutes anything more than 30 minutes oh wow you have no excuse not to work out now um i that's me as a coach trying to really make sure that there are no false excuses uh to prevent you from working out uh, and the last part about this first part about changing your schedule is that I do have a personal preference for to those out to those of you out there who are kind of familiar with these basic fitness terms. So we have frequency, we have volume, and we have intensity. Now, we do not want you or because you can't because of your schedule, we, you cannot work out with a high frequency with a high vo with high volume work and high intensity. Even though if you do have a flexible schedule, that's something that we're not going to recommend ever. We don't want you to push yourself so much. So instead, if you are somebody who is struggling with your schedule right now, my personal preference on how you should set up your workouts is that as much as possible, again, personal preference, you should work out with relatively higher frequency, which means three to four times. Again, for most people, three times is already a lot. So for frequency, three to four times a week of moderate volume. Volume means basically, to simplify it, how much you are able to do, like the, the number of sets, number of reps, just to simplify it. And uh, in with regards to intensity, or in other words, how heavy or how light or how heavy, I want you to keep the intensity low. So let me repeat that. High frequency, moderate volume, low intensity. That is the recipe that I've seen, observed, that would work for a lot of people who are really, really busy. A real-world example of this is that high frequency, let's consider it four times a week. Moderate volume, let's just say that you're only going to be doing, um, actually, this kind of low to moderate volume, two to four exercises, three sets each, uh, make it full body. Uh, and then the intensity-wise is don't make it heavy. Because you just, the reason why I don't want you to make it heavy is because, first reason, you're probably really stressed out of your mind with your busy schedule. So it's going to be hard to really allow your mind or to make your mind commit to lifting heavy. Because to those heavy lifters out there, you know that mentally you have to be in the zone or you really have to want it to be able to lift that heavy weight. So with that in mind, if you are somebody with high stress outside of the gym, Keep the stress in the gym relatively low so that you can you don't have to warm up as long because that's going to take more time and you're going to finish the work. So you might think that, oh, if it's low intensity, is there any benefit? Yes, because low intensity is still way better than zero intensity. Lifting a 10-pound dumbbell is still way better than lifting a zero-pound dumbbell or in other words, not lifting anything at all. Right? That's basic math, I guess. So once again, higher frequency, moderate volume, low intensity three to four times a week then if we're gonna quantify volume for minutes in the gym so let's or even at your home for like a routine workout 20 to 30 minutes then low intensity of just very low light weights just to get you moving and another reason why i don't recommend high intensity for 
really busy people is because it's going to be harder for them to actually commit to the workout or like bring their mindset to be able to be hey i can go to the gym but oh my god it's heavy nga pala maybe i should not na lang so if it's low intensity the um probability of you just finishing the workout is going to be much higher because if lifting 400 pounds even though that's cool uh, for some people they might find it also kind of intimidating to be able to do that within 30 minutes right so instead go for a lighter weight because at least you will be able to do it you might it might not be the appropriate intensity all the time but at least you got the work done all right so again high frequency moderate volume low intensity all right so that's part 1 on what you can change right now and then part 2 this is a quick one i want you to understand the situation this is not an ideal situation because No matter um, if you are a beginner or if you're an intermediate or advanced athlete, being really busy outside of the gym is never going to help you in the gym. If you want to really progress the fastest, you need to be able to dedicate a good amount of time. 30 minutes, sure, you can get stuff done. But sometimes that time pressure might get to you. You might not be able to get everything that you need to do to, to get everything done consistently for how many weeks? or how many months. So with this setup, do not expect that it's going to grant you amazing results. Keyword is amazing results because you can you will probably especially if you're a beginner, you will probably still um uh, progress, you'll have a lot of results um even if you are busy. Is it going to be tremendous? Is it going to be amazing? Probably not, but there still will be results. Once again, some results or some progress is better than no progress at all. Right? Little steps. Little steps are still going to lead to a bigger journey. Like crawling is again better than just sitting down at all, right? And then another reason why I want you to understand that this situation, even though if it's not ideal, you still have to do it because it is going to set yourself up to be better once you have more available time. Because a lot of people they unfortunately think that this they have to have a an all or nothing mindset that oh if I can't dedicate all of my efforts or all of my time to this I'd rather do I, I'd rather not do it at all and I think that's not the best mindset or that's not that's really not the best mindset to have when it comes to your workouts instead just allow yourself to do some of the work. Not not ideal, sure, but some work will still set yourself up to be better once you have more time. Real world example: Let's say that you are you have finals. You're a college student. Oh wow, you're so stressed, a college student, right? Let's just say for that example, because a lot of people when they are still in school and then they know that final season is coming up, they they a lot. two or three months of their time to really dedicate to their studies which is good right but what they do is that they completely neglect all their workouts and again if uh, if you're in college sure your academics will should be your top priority right that's why you're there but sayang lang naman or it would be such a waste if you just stop your workouts completely just because of finals so instead uh, or sorry because if you do that you worked out during like regular school period and once it's finals you have three months of zero workouts then after finals you're going to struggle to get back to where you uh were and that's what happens to a lot of people 
not ideal. So instead, what you should do is during that stressful, high stress time, during finals, it would be in your best interest to work out just a little. Exactly as I um, premised a while ago, high frequency or it can be even low frequency, moderate volume with low intensity. Just get some work done and then you're not going to have a hard time getting back to your usual shape once finals are done, right? Or actually, if you're able to set, your, set up your workouts well or manage your studying well, you might not even need to reduce a lot of your work. So a lot of it does boil down to part one. What can you change in your schedule right now? Sure, finals are your priority. But if you just don't drink outside in Katipunan or in Taft, right? To those who know, you know. Um, if you guys don't drink during finals, um, then that might, you know, give you more time to work out. Something like that, right? So again, allow yourself to still work out with these parameters, with these not ideal situation, sure, but that's going to help you get back into shape once you are, it's going to help you progress again and again or further ahead after your busy schedule once you have more free time. Next thing, this is the one thing I'm pretty sure a lot of people want to find out is that first you have to ask yourself, what are my goals and is there a timetable attached to it? Like for figure out the what, figure out the when. So let's break it down goal by goal. General fitness, and this is majority of people, I would say. When I say general fitness, I mean um, majority of it would probably be fat loss, uh, healthy joints, um, basic strength, like having a good base strength, uh, decent, uh, de decent posture, you know, like general fitness, um, decent cardiovascular health, right? So what I would recommend for people who have general fitness goals the when is probably not a priority uh, because if you're busy, then you're prioritizing work, right? So there's no, oh, I want to lose 10 pounds in three months or I want to lose uh, 30 pounds in one year, etc. I mean, of course, it's good to have those goals. But if you're really busy and you working out is not your priority, I believe that you should set up your workouts in this manner. Always make sure it's a full body workout. And this is one thing that people might not agree with right away is that it has to be your resistance training will probably have to be body weight just because of the it's for me. It's a practical thing. Making sure that your workouts are calisthenics or a body weight workout is just going to be easier because you probably don't have to go all the way to the gym. You don't have to drive to the gym. You can just do it at your own home. Sure. I mean, you, if you don't have a pull up bar, you won't be able to do pull ups. Uh, dip bar, you won't be able to do dips. But if you got your good old classic floor, you can do squats, lunges, um, you can do push-ups. I mean, sure, you're not going to get every single benefit off of the bodyweight workout. But on a practical side, if you are rushing, if you are just after general fitness goals, calisthenics and some cardiovascular work um, or like HIIT training, high-intensity interval training, uh, that are just stationary. So basics, like when I say basics, I mean like stuff like jumping jacks, mountain climbers, um, plank jacks or planks, uh, planks even. So those basic work. Um, so again, full body workouts, resistance training, preferably calisthenics and some cardio work that should set yourself up to be um, pretty solid, to be maintaining your, your load. But 
if you're after general fitness and fat loss is your number one thing, of course, you, it, and if you're really busy, it might be best to dial in your uh, nutrition instead. Because when it comes to your workouts, that's going to take up a lot more time. But I'm hoping that you already are, you're not missing your meals despite your busy schedule. So when you do consume your meals, make sure that it's healthy um, or a balanced diet. Of course, when I say healthy, I don't necessarily mean that it has to be just uh, just uh, whole foods and actually, or just whole foods. That's going to be ideal. But in other words, when I say dial in your nutrition, just don't eat like crazy. Don't eat like everything that you see because you're probably going to gain the body fat, um, gain more body fat during this busy time. A lot, a lot of people I know, they stress eat. So when they're really stressed, they tend to eat a lot more. And unfortunately, that's going to set themselves back if they really do have these goals. So just watch out for that. Just make sure that you're not eating like crazy and you're maintaining your full body workouts, whether that be once a week, twice a week, or even thrice a week. Full body workouts, not eating like crazy. You're going to maintain your general fitness goals. Then once you feel like you have more time, that's when you can ramp things up. All right. Next is that if you are a bodybuilder, um, I do want to say that since bodybuilding as a sport, actually not even as a sport, bodybuilding as just something that a lot of people, especially um, people in their teens or 20s or maybe 30s, um, bodybuilding are, is a very aesthetic driven goal. And all of us have different bodies. All of us have different strengths and weaknesses. If you are rushing in time, it would only be in your best interest to prioritize your weaknesses, your weak points. So if you're somebody like me who has very underwhelming, who, I have very underwhelming shoulders and calves. I don't even know where they are anymore because I can't see them. They're so small. Um, so if you have any weaknesses, it would be best if you were to prioritize that as the first thing in your workout. Because if you only have 20 or 30 minutes, just get target those muscles uh, to make sure that their weakness, those weak points won't get any weaker or sana you can actually develop it. And then your strengths right now, uh, your stronger, uh, where you are stronger aesthetically, uh, you don't have to prioritize them as much. They can be, you can just maintain like two or three sets as a finisher in that very short workout. And then as a bodybuilder, I will, uh, for bodybuilders, not as a bodybuilder, because I'm not one. Um, I would believe that doing machines would be way better than doing free weights. Once again, from the practical uh, practical point of view of it, because you don't have to set up a lot of work. So example, if you're going to squat, bench, uh, overhead press, or, or dumbbells, you have to set up the bench, you have to set up the rack height. That's not, gonna, it's not I mean, it's not like a hassle, right? You can still, you can do that relatively quickly. But if there's a machine that's already dedicated for a specific movement, so like a chest press, a Smith machine squat, a lat pull down. Oh, those three movements, full body, all right, you're done. You just have to put the appropriate pin uh, for, the, uh, for the pin stack and you'll be fine, right? Uh, as opposed to free weights where there's a lot more setting up and there's a lot more thinking that has to be applied because these are harder movements. Next would be for powerlifting. If you're a powerlifter, squat, bench, deadlift, just prioritize that and you'll probably, if you're really, really rushing, you probably you probably won't have time 
to do any of your accessory work or supplementary work. So again, not ideal, but you probably just have to dedicate your all your short your your short um allotted time to your squat bench and deadlift. That's how it's supposed to be. Because if you have a specific goal in getting stronger in the squat bench and deadlift, you have to squat bench and deadlift. It only makes sense. And then if you are after sport performance, so if you're a basketball player, uh, if you are a volleyball player, sorry, let me drink coffee. <sighs> really, really good. Actually, sorry. Um, I, let me pause there. I do want to say, I'm not, uh, this is not a smooth segue, but I do want to mention the brand Bear Bells. This is in the way in the middle of the episode, so it's not the start. So Bear Bells are um, from the company Subspam. They are not the sponsors of this episode. They're not the sponsors of the podcast, but I did want to talk about them because as somebody who is currently in a cut right now, I am losing, to those of you who don't know, it's weird if you don't know that cutting means that I'm wanting to lose body fat and then maintain as much muscle as possible. And to do so, you need a good amount of protein. So there's, that's where um, a lot of protein supplements come into play. Hence, this one. This is the Bear Bells milkshake. I have strawberry and vanilla here. Um, they're not paying me to mention them in this episode right now. I just want to say how clutch these are. If you were to ask me before, um, what do I think about ready-to-drink uh, drink or like protein drinks or protein shakes, I would find that, I, if you're, again, they're not paying me to say this, but if you were to ask me, this like a few years ago i'd say that they're extremely stupid because you can just get whey uh in whatever brand that is in a powder form and then shake it or uh, and then you have and you'll, be, you'll have your protein shake but then when i started cutting i realized that damn i want to try different flavors there are some brands here in the philippines that have different flavors but almost all of them it's not just my opinion but almost everyone else's opinion um, if you try flavors that are outside of chocolate, because that's chocolate's the best flavor, or that's the most universal flavor, any flavor outside of chocolate, they can be tasty for the first week, and then they're gonna taste so stale afterwards. The Filipino word for that is umay. That's an umay kana sa flavor. And I've tried multiple multiple flavors outside of chocolate, and each time I hated it after one week because I didn't want it anymore, and. On top of that, me being in my cut, I did want sweet more sweet things. I never had a sweet tooth. Like I legit never had a sweet tooth. Uh, but that mental gain, that psyche that happens when you, uh, I'm sure a lot of people can relate to this, wherein like, oh, you know that you shouldn't or you can't have this because it's bad for you. That mindset came to me and I was like, wait a minute, I can't have this? Now I want it more than ever. So that's kind of weird, right? So, but I'm pretty sure people can read uh can sympathize yeah sympathize with that emotion that once you find out that something is not good for you it's or you shouldn't drink this or you shouldn't eat that now you want it more than ever <laughs> right so that's why i wanted something sweet this was so clutch because when i was really really craving they messaged me asked me for if they wanted to partner up again they're not the sponsors of this um episode or this podcast i just really wanted to mention them um because they're really good legit 
please try them out. The vanilla shake, the strawberry shake are really, really tasty. And more than just being, um, again, I'll just let me drop them here. More than, um, they, they taste really like, they really taste like milkshakes. Whenever I'd shake a protein shake before, it tasted like, you know, milk, but not really. Right, chocolate milk, but not really. This one tastes like that you went to a 90s diner in the States and then you ordered a milkshake. This one's really heavy. It keeps you full, keeps you really satisfied, but it also makes you feel like, wow, I just had a sweet drink, but it also has 24 grams of protein. So that's a win-win there. So I know I spoke about them a lot. They're not even sponsoring this episode. I, I, now I'm regretting talking about them, but they're really good. And another thing about the soft spam or bear bells that I want to mention if you guys do plan to order, please use my discount code. The code is ALI10. A-L-I-1-0. I do not get any commission. I'll be very straightforward. This is just a promo code, a discount code that I really want to share uh, with a lot of people. Because this company ha is really, really uh, like clutch when it comes to people who are like me. Are craving for sweets and you don't want to cheat out of your diet so much or at all so you just get the sweet drink you get your protein consumption you get your protein intake for the day and you also get satisfied your sweet tooth gets satisfied all right so yeah that's a free shout out for you subs fam or for you bear bells i really do appreciate uh being partners with you guys uh hope for a continuing partnership but anyway all right back to knowing your goals sport performance so if you are a basketball player, if you are a volleyball player, and if you have a busy schedule, you do have to consider, should you even do a workout? Should you even work out outside of your work, outside of your um, skills work? Because your skills work should be your top priority. You should try to get better at your craft. If your craft is basketball, if you're specifically the guy that does a lot of three-point uh, shots, you should keep on practicing that. Or you should practice more layups or dunks or practice your sport. If you have, if you have a really busy schedule, I don't think it's wise for you to um, dedicate it to um, the gym. I would say, though, working out, uh, getting better with your strength and your conditioning in the gym without a doubt is going to enhance or like develop your performance or your output on the court or on the field whatever you play but again if your schedule is crazy do not dedicate um, time for the gym for which you can dedicate sana to more skills work again it's case to case if you have more free time yes go to the gym if you don't have free time prioritize your sport that's pretty straightforward. And then the last one for others, so specifically a strongman or weightlifting. Um, I don't really have much experience in this, but I'm willing to bet that if you do have a busy schedule, um, it would be best to prioritize your main lifts. Something specificity, similar to the sport performance. If you're a weightlifter, I mean, sure, you can do basic bodybuilding or basic powerlifting work to maintain your base strength without a doubt. But since weightlifting is a very skill-centered sport, the snatch, the clean and jerk, very, very skillful to those who can do that really well. Props to you guys. Uh, but for anyone to do those well, you have to do it again and again. How to do it? Practicing the specific skill. So very similar to the sport performance. For strongman, I guess since it depends on your federation, actually, now that I'm 
thinking about it. Uh, so find out from your federation what are the main lifts for the next competition. But if you don't have access to find out about that, I think it'd be best to prioritize um, movements similar to powerlifting. So the squat, the bench, the deadlift. But you might want to replace the bench press with the um, overhead press or military press, whatever you want to call it. Because uh, they have more overhead pressing rather than horizontal pressing. All right, so that's uh, the third part of knowing your goals. That was the what. And then if you have a when attached to that, so example, if you want to, uh, what do you call this, lose 10 pounds in a certain amount of months, if you want to gain 20 pounds to your, or add 20 pounds to your total, you have to talk to your coach actually about that because timing your goals, if it's if your schedule is really tight, it's a, it's a, now that one's a very nuanced conversation. It's hard to generalize. Uh, but if you don't have any time, strict timetable, um, I hope that these guidelines that I gave to you will be able to benefit you. And then now let's talk about some real world examples of my own climbs. I'm not going to drop their names because I didn't ask permission. So I'll just talk about them uh, quite vaguely. Uh, the first one is going to be uh, my uh, a single mom example. This mom, she is, I guess I can say her age because um, she, I'm not dropping her name anyway. She is 52 years old. She works out with me right now to this day. Uh, actually, we've been working together for four or five, r roughly th that many years already. She works out with me three times a week. She's a single mom of uh, two of her children. Um, and she has a full-time job. And she's managing a restaurant. All of that, yet she still is making sure that she has the time to work out with me three times a week. How does she do that? Um, she first wanted four or five times a week. I appreciate the dedication. But I know we talked about it one-to-one, one-on-one, how her schedule was like. So we said, that, okay, you have three times a week. Wow, that's great. And each time she can dedicate one hour. That's a lot. Three hours uh, within the entire week, that's really, really good that she has the time to do so. How did she get that? She managed her schedule. She really made sure that um, she's not w um, wasting time doing anything else. I mean, she does all her work. She helps. Uh, she, of course, does the housework to raise her kids. She, she manages the restaurant and then she still works out. She makes the time. She doesn't find the time. She makes sure that her schedule is coordinated enough or precise enough to allow her to come train under my, uh, on, in my gym three times a week. And that's a solid dedication. And I really do appreciate about that. So I really wanted to mention this example because a lot of parents that I've talked to, um, they, of course, again, there are multiple cases that sometimes you really just can't. But I just want you to look at this mom as an example. She's a single mom who has a full-time job, manages a restaurant, and she has two kids. Yet she's still able to work out three times a week. And that's already crazy. And I really do appreciate her. And she's definitely, her progress has been really solid because she's able to maintain it. And that's amazing. Next example is that, um, just to simplify it or keep it really vague, I'm going to call this example the executive dad. This dad works out with me three times a week as well, but at 6 a.m. Why at 6 a.m.? Because for the rest of the day, he has to 
manage his job. He's uh, one of the, the top executives or top member or top positions in this really global company. I'm not going to say the name just to keep his identity a bit more um, hidden or anonymous. This global international company is one of the heads uh, here in the Philippines. So top position and he, ha- he has he has children to take care of. Um, but he still manages the time or he still makes the time to work out three times a week. How is he able to do that? How, sorry. How is he able to do that? He knows his schedule. He manages He manages. I don't know. I'm getting below, but he man, managed it in such a way that, okay, I can go work out, but it has to be 6 a.m. For me, when he told me that, all right, game, 6 a.m. it is just to make sure that you are able to continually work out to be to continually progress and right now he's he's really jacked he is sorry this dad he is 40 or 41 and he's lifting weights that um teenagers can't lift or like early t- um early 20s people they can't lift it he's a strong dad like i'll be very straightforward this guy is not i mean of course I'll, i'm not gonna say that he has a godly physique but this guy you don't want to mess with him he's kind of huge he has like he's like a He's like um, a dad bod, but you know that he can beat you up. <laughs> like you, you know that he has, uh, this is his term. He has that old man strength. You know that like those old men that you know that they have, they can really like get rough. Uh, he, he's a nice guy though, super gentle. Um, but um, he, that's his body. He, he has a dad bod, but he has a strong that but but he's getting leaner um by the week so we're really happy about that and then this one um i've coached um a good number of doctors um in my past seven years already um i've learned the schedules of doctors i've not mastered it but i've learned that there's such a thing as uh duty pre from all those doctors that if there are any doctors watching this right now or listening to this you 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 know what i'm talking about and but i don't know what i'm talking about so despite all those schedules, the pre, from, or duty, whatever, the 24-hour shift, 36-hour shift sometimes, I think you guys would have, which is crazy. By the way, I have clients that were doctors and they were able to manage their schedule just because um, they know, okay, after this from, they can work out. Or again, are they going to be working out five times a week, one hour or 90 minutes, 90 minutes each time? No. But they're going to get their workouts in. So with these examples, whether you are a single mom, whether or not you're an executive dad, whether or not you are doing one of the most stressful jobs as a doctor or whatever job that is, there are people in the world that are able to make the time to do their workouts. Even though if it's not really their top priority, they, are, they understand the benefits of the workout. They understand that they want this for themselves so they're going to make the time and the effort to achieve their goals. So that's why the last part of this, and this is the more subjective one, take it as you will, is that how bad do you want How bad do you want these goals and why do you want it? A lot of people say you have to ask yourself, what is your why? Super cheesy, by the way, but super effective, annoyingly. <laughs> so how bad do you want it and what is your why? Because once you really have an honest conversation with yourself, how bad do you want to lose that 10 pounds? How bad do you want to um, lift 50 pounds more in the deadlift? How bad do you want to lift 
two plates in the bench press, right? All of these are subjective, definitely. But how bad do you want it? And why do you want it? This is because you want to prove yourself to everyone that um, you're stronger than who they think you are. You want to be a good example to your children that they can that you are able to be successful uh, in the gym, in your career, in life in general. That you can that there that it is possible to manage everything. Ask yourself what is your why because that is going to remind yourself. Okay, I want this and that because it's gonna lead to this and that. And how do I do that? By finding time to work out. Whether that be once a week, three times a week, 20 minutes only, one hour only, whatever it is, you have to try to find um, a way. Or Sorry, I'll rephrase that. You have to make the way. Make, uh, make it a possibility. Make it a reality that you are able to manage everything. Again, I want to say, I completely understand that there are a lot of people with drastically different schedules that they for even after having a conversation with me i'll be like okay you know what yo just just don't work out because it's not going to be beneficial if you really force it and if you don't follow any of these parameters you're probably going to get hurt and we don't want you to get hurt because if you're stressed already and if you physically if you physically get hurt you're just gonna do setback after setback after setback and nobody wants that for you so again, have these honest conversations with yourself because that's going to help you set, that's going to help set yourself up to be able to perform better or to um, progress towards whatever goal you have, whether or not that be just a general fitness goal or a to be a first place in powerlifting or whatever. It's always good to uh, have that honest conversation to know how bad do you want it and why do you want it. All right, so again, Quick recap uh, from the top for part one. What can you change in your schedule right now? What are your own objections that you've um, set for yourself? Because a lot of people just make excuses um, without really thinking about it. So if you realize that you can change some things in your schedule, shave off that social media time and dedicate it to working out, whether that be in the gym or at your living room, um, hopefully you can change that part in your schedule. All right. Um, then with, with regards to that, the general setup is that if possible, I would want you guys to work out with a higher frequency, with a moderate volume and low intensity. Second part is to understand the situation that it's, although that this is not an ideal setup, this setup is still better than no setup at all. I'll say it again. Crawling will still get you further ahead rather than sitting down and doing nothing, all right? Um, because, and the last part about that is that you still should work out, even though if it's light, even though if it's um, not the ideal workout, it's still going to set yourself up to be better uh, after this busy season, but after finals or after, after the boards, whatever it is, if you're able to maintain light workouts during those stressful times, it's going to be so much easier for you to bounce back uh, in the future uh, with your real workouts. Next is uh, to know your goals. So I've listed it down um, here for whether or not you are into general fitness, bodybuilding, powerlifting, specific sport performance or other uh, forms of working out. Uh, I've listed down some general guidelines on how I believe you should set it up. And I've shared with you my 
personal experiences with my clients, which I appreciate everyone that are really able to dedicate the time. I mean, I've coached a lot of people. You, re- you can really tell if somebody is dedicated, if somebody is actually serious about their goals. It's it's so easy to tell uh, tell them apart. And I really, really appreciate the people that know what they want and are able to put in the work. And the last one is, again, how bad do you want it and why do you want it? I hated that I sounded so preachy, but this is something that I really do firmly believe in. Like legit, I've, I, I've coached a lot of people who, or I have missed out on coaching a lot of people that um, didn't have this conversation with themselves beforehand. Sayang lang, because a lot of people, eh, no, not a lot of people, stupid. Everyone should work out. Emphasis on the should. No matter if you are um, 20 years old, 40, 60, or whatever beyond, or even if you're a kid. I mean, I'm not going to make a bench, uh, make a kid do a bench press or whatever, but I just want them to be active. Everyone should be active, physically active. Move your body because you don't want to be sedentary. You don't want to be a 25-year-old that has a body of a 50-year-old. I know a lot of people who feel that way. How do I know? Everyone keeps on sharing memes about it, that you're 25 and then when you stand up, you hear your knee, you hear your uh, your shoulder, your neck crack, your lower back crack. So how do you answer for that? How do you stop aging? How do you slow down aging? By just keeping active, like move. Doesn't even have to be like a specific workout. Like if you, if you hate the gym so much, then just go once a week, play basketball with your friends. Um, play tennis, play whatever, uh, just play whatever sport, anything that you can enjoy. So especially if you're a beginner right now, um, you have to find the, the form of working out, the form, the form of exercise that you believe that you can be consistent with. Because even though if you go to the best gym in the world, you have the best coach, if you end up hating the scenario, you hate the environment, then you're not going to continue. Sign lang your, your membership, sign your time and effort. So instead, find whatever you like. With actually, even, a funny thing is that you can just even walk around the mall. If you hate any form of exercise for whatever reason, I've, I've had a conversation with someone that they just really hate the sweat and they just hate the thought of making it an actual workout. So I just said to them, all right, um, this person, you enjoy shopping, right? You enjoy going to the mall. Why don't you just go to the mall and just walk around like, from point A to point B, all the floors. And then just at the end of the day, look how many steps you've accomplished. And you can accomplish like what? 4,000, 6,000 steps and just walking around the mall. And that's pretty easy. And without actually working out, you got a workout in. And that's great. You just moved around. Because a lot of people, they don't move around a lot. And that's why they feel older than they actually are. All right? So again, that's the main topic. This is... I, hopefully with these guidelines and hopefully I was able, I really, I really, really hope that I was able to share these thoughts or, the, or these insights, these points well enough for you guys to absorb it. Because that's the point. I'm making these episodes so in the hope to really help anyone out there. So if any one of you, you've talked to yourself and said that, hey, I'm too busy. I can't work out. Can't do it. Nope. I hope that these points can really, really, uh, I really hope that these points have impacted you or like struck you in some way because um, you deserve better. You des- your body deserves to be healthier. 
Ooh, sounding really preachy. I hope I can get. I really hope that as I continually do these episodes, I will be able to sound less of a jerk. <laughs> but yeah, that's about it. That's um, episode five of the Fu Show. Um, I look forward to seeing you guys next week for episode six. Episode six. <laughs> See you guys then. Take care.